Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is Arrow Wong, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about his his background because he's definitely going to be in the hot seat. And you already know me, the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. But here's more info on Arrow Wong. He has been featured at General Assembly Blogs article, A Writer's Approach to Code. He is the founder of Media Startup, Arrow Wong LLC, where he writes the popular private email and public LinkedIn newsletter, Chain Executive Officer and Chain Cat Science. His popular blog, On Chain column, used to be the incubator of his writer's dream. He used it to land a job to work directly with the philosopher king, Derek Sivers. He wrote about the experience in the ebook, Brick by Brick, and it has more than 30 million downloads. He is also the creator and host of the industry first web conference for the product management discipline, Product Manager Summit, and also the number one business podcast, Piece of Chain. So without further ado, let's welcome the man behind all these accolades, Arrow Wong. Thank you for having me, Genesis. It is my pleasure to be here. And before all this, I just want to let you know, I finished reading your book, uh, The Chocolate Job in Corporate America. Uh, I want to let you know we are both supply chain professionals. Oh, that is amazing. Did you get the second edition with the 2020 in it? <laughs> Oh, I don't know about it. Maybe I should get it later. Yeah, because the first edition did not have um, 2020, what happened, but the second edition does have um, what happened in 2020. It's like a bonus chapter, just summarizing everything that happened with the pandemic oh. and me losing my dad. But thank you for reading the book. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about the bonus? I just, yeah, just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So the bonus chapter is chapter 13. So it's called Far From Perfect Vision, But a Slap of Reality, since it was the year 2020. I talk about how I ended up speaking up in the vice president of global supply chains meeting. I got a $20,000 salary increase. I got a bump in my classification level from a 15 to 22, all while juggling, you know, my father getting sick, going through medical negligence, and then he ends up passing away in November of 2020. So a lot um, happened in the year 2020 for me, a lot of bittersweet moments, but I just put it all in the book because I know the first edition at the end, the way it ended, people are like, what happened? Did you get, did you get the money? Did you get your... <laughs> what's new and it, it was left off on a cliffhanger because I was still working for the organization and the story wasn't done so that's just a little inside <laughs> <laughs> I love it it is a great view because I really feel you it is um, very authentic 
thank you. And Arrow, I am going to jump in to get you connected with the audience today. So there are two options that I like to give my guests. We can do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? Mm, maybe rapid fire. Okie dokie. We're playing rapid fire with Arrow and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one. What is your favorite place for vacation? Mm, anywhere I can chill, like Thailand, have resort, have massage, things like that. Question two. Outside of supply chain being your background, what um what else is a part of your background? Uh, I consider myself as a jack of all trades. I have dabbled into many different areas. So I don't really have one. I think if I really talk about my background, I have relentless curiosity about everything. Question three, favorite color? Mm, yellow or black? Yellow. Question four, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or who says you can't have it all? Let's go big and have both. Dream car, autonomous car. I don't really have any dream car because I don't really like to drive. I just want an autonomous car transform me from point A to point B. Dream house, maybe Hong Kong Science Park because um, that's where something innovative is going on and there's some back house over there. Question five, if you could interview any person on your podcast, who would it be and why? Wow, so many. <laughs> so many people pops up in my mind. Uh, the reason why I start some podcasts because uh, I have some role model they are podcaster to say like Tim Ferriss, Tony Robbins, uh, Remy Sadie. It's just so many. I can't name, uh, yeah, I can't name, name them all. So I have a challenge for you and you can accept or reject so I want you to think about the different people that you want to interview on your podcast, write a list and reach out to the top five on your list. And I'll give you two weeks to do it. And when you reach out, send me an email and say, Genesis, I reached out to these five people because Arrow, what do you have to lose? They're either going to respond or they're not going to respond. They're going to say yes, or they're going to say no. So I think that's an incredible challenge. Do you accept or reject? Uh, I've accepted in the past already because I've been already doing it, but uh, I don't have response yet <laughs> for some of them. <laughs> Question six. You just came across a windfall of money. However, to get the rest of your proceeds released to you, you must donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you contributing to? Oh, interesting. Uh, pencils of Promise. Uh, what else? Uh, maybe Tony Warren's Foundation and records because I always go to product donation, but that's Hong Kong records. 
And question seven, if you could trade place with anyone, who would it be? Mm. Wow, really interesting question. I'm so searching myself. I would trade place with anyone. Maybe Darius Davis or Joaquin Davis. Question eight. Hmm. What is the staple food in Hong Kong? Staple food. What What does it mean by staple food? So like a main dish or like something that Hong Kong is known for. Oh, wow. There's so many. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, I just share some of my favorites. The street food in Hong Kong. <laughs> So what what is that exactly? Like what type of dish is it? Some fried, uh, some fish balls, some fried, uh, deep fried uh, foods, which is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some, uh, the organs of the cow, I don't know how, 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 how I call them. Oh, but, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. And question nine. What does your name Arrow mean? Huh, it, uh, it's a funny history. Uh, I, when I was a kid, uh, my, uh, my auntie gave me a name called Gabriel, uh, which is an angel from the Catholic or Christian, but I just don't like it. The reason why I don't like it because Hong Kong people have some um, problems with pronunciation with uh, L or R and then they would say something like Lord Gabriel but get bell or whatever and I just don't like it somewhere in uh, 17 or 18 and then I just I want to change it I want to have my own unique name and then uh, at the time my friend was uh, call me in Chinese as aeroplane and then I just take the first four words out of aeroplane okay it is unique so it becomes my name but <laughs> But it is a funny story because after I go to the United States to study, I realized that there's the apparel shop that's called Aero. And oh, Aeropostal. <laughs> yeah, and I that actually that was the second day or the third day I go to that store, and then I I, I try to cash out and write down my email, and then the cashier uh, is thinking, "Are you making fun of our store?" No, that's really my name. I said to her. So yes, that's some story behind it. Oh wow, that's hilarious! And question ten, you made it. So it's our pass or play question, Arrow. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed. So you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? <laughs> you know our play. Okay, last question. It's going to be an easy one. What is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Red wine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, any types of, um, but I love red wine. Amazing. So thank you for playing Rapid Fire, Arrow. Now let's jump into the work that you're doing. Um, Could you do a lot in the tech space with product management, uh, technology as a whole? You have a media startup. 
so many incredible things going on for you. So in order to get to where you are, we have to understand the back end story. So what catapult you to go down this, this avenue? What, what did it look like growing up? Did you have influence that was doing something similar that you're doing now? I think the technology, I think the, the defining moment is when I was working at 4A's company, uh, which is called Gu Online. It is a leading voice in Hong Kong. And at that time, uh, I was working in the digital marketing firm. Uh, it is already some sort of fun, forefront of the technology. So I have my blog. I, I want to write something uh, on the blog. And somehow I don't think the blog, which is with me, uh, fulfill uh, my lead to how to um, construct a blog. So I self-learned coding a little bit. Uh, I wake up. Uh, 5 a.m. every single day before I go to work. Uh, and But I just think it is very slow uh, in terms of learning progress. So I took a, a coding bootcamp in general assembly and uh, eventually I quit my job and I, uh, it is a three month bootcamp uh, before I graduated from the bootcamp, I was getting married. And after I graduated from the bootcamp, I landed a job as a programmer, and as a programmer in South Charmer Post. And that's how our career transitioned into technology. Uh, and how I uh, become a portal manager in this space, actually it is, an, it is accidental because when I was a programmer, I worked with the two, the port director, which is the uh, port owner of Cosmopolitan, the magazine, uh, and other uh, Chinese version of the South, South Charmon Post website. Uh, he had a conversation with me, hey, Errol, I do think you trust uh, a programmer. I think you are more fit of the port person. Uh, what the hell is portable person mean at that moment? And then I just researched it. Uh, at that moment, I realized there's such a thing called portable management. Uh, so that's how the rabbit hole goes down. I researched it. I uh, read so many things about it. And then after the programmer journey, I moved on to a video streaming company to become a portable specialist. And yeah, it is very deep rabbit hole because uh, interestingly, my technical breakthrough comes from the video streaming company, not because of I was working at South Charm Mobiles. I have many technical advancements uh, already when I was working at South Charm Mobiles because I have fun, a full stack uh, development experience plus uh, DevOps, but I'm not working on the networking level like uh, how a pet cat is flying around over the internet, but because of the video streaming community, I have to learn all that with my uh, CTO, senior manager. They are graduated from uh, IC, uh, from MIT, and every single day I was like drinking from the fire hose. So, yeah, and after that, I become a product manager in Namuf, a uh, 
very great startup in Hong Kong and I move on to others commonly called gravity supply chain. That's why I say both of us are supply chain professional because I work on a visualization solution company that cater for supply chain enterprises. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. So it happened to you by accident and it was almost like trial by error because you were already doing something. Then you challenge yourself to go to coding camp. Then your personal life changed whenever you got married. Then you uh, tried something else. You were put in different roles and all of the experience that you gained from trying different things helped you in, enhance your capabilities, which then sparked you to say, okay, if I could do this over here, then I could do it for myself. And then you built this company, Arrow, mm. uh, your media co- company, so Arrow Wong LLC. And I think this is incredible because whenever people see um, celebrities or people with great impact, they don't always take the time to ask, what were your start ugly moments? What were the challenges you faced? How did you get here? They just see the glamour. They see the success. But before they got to the success, they had trial and error. They had failures. They had other things that did not necessarily go right. Mm. And that's okay. And I think we it's so important whenever we have these conversations and we have to be real and let people go beyond, behind the scenes with us so we can help them on their journey. So with the work that you're doing in your company, what was one of the challenges you faced whenever you launched out on your own and you started your company? Because I'm sure you went from working in your business to working on your business where you began to automate, delegate, and et cetera. <laughs> I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still working in the business. Uh, I wish uh, it is uh, still quite a journey for me to work on the business. Uh, I'm really hustling at the moment. I'm doing a lot of things that doesn't scale at the time because uh, first of all, uh, it is a uh, marketing service company. Uh, many clients come to us uh, for a uh, for achieving a specific marketing goal. Uh, every so often, we have to cater uh, uh, and. Based on understanding their goals, we have to create bespoke uh, marketing campaign and solution for them. So that's not uh, scalability. And but I love my I love this line of work because uh, I enjoy what I do because it in uh, it forces a lot of creativity and the things that uh, the reason why I like it because I. I only work with the clients that I truly believe in their business. They are making a positive impact to the world. It sounds like cliche, but it is true. So that wherever I try to promote their business, their products, uh, I really pour my heart into um, the marketing campaign. 
And I like the fact that you were transparent and you said, I'm still working in my business because it does take time for you to effectively scale up your business. And you don't want to scale too quickly and miss vital components because then whenever you begin to outsource or delegate and you're not versed or keen on what you're outsourcing or delegating, you won't know if that person is actually following SOPs, standard operating procedures, if they have the same goals and vision as you to make sure that your brand is really um, not just surviving, but thriving and flourishing. So I, I feel like whenever you start a business, yes, it can be scary, but it's so important that you learn every aspect of your business. So whenever you do begin to transition to working on your business, you know what's taking place because you had experience doing it already. So if something doesn't feel right, then you have your own checks and balance to get things back on track and in alignment. Totally agree. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out a, I don't want to use the word perfect, uh, but a fancy standard operation procedure before I scale. <laughs> and so... Uh, one question that I have, does your is your wife in the same industry as you, Arrow? Uh, sorry, can you repeat the question? Oh, so is your um, partner in the same industry as you? So your spouse, your wife, or? Uh... Mm, no, uh, she's working at the academic. Uh, she's working at the university. Oh, okay, cool. So, you know, what, what's also a cool thing, too, is sometimes whenever our spouses are in different um, industries, sometimes I like to ask my husband different questions because he could see things from an outside perspective that I may mm. not necessarily see because I'm in the I'm in the force doing it. So he's like, oh, have you thought about this or why are you doing it this way? And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it this way. Could you have a diverse um, set of eyes and a diverse opinion to challenge you? Because if someone from the outside doesn't understand it, then is it really simple for someone else to get it? <laughs> is there any funny conversation uh, you have done with your husband about your business? Um, <laughs> not not a live conversation uh, so my husband prefers to stay behind the scenes and be mm. private he doesn't even want um certain pictures on social media so he's very private <laughs> maybe one day maybe one day i'm working on it <laughs> hopefully i can be him in person one day yeah. So, Era, I'm going to throw you an audible because I want to be respectful of your time commitment because I know mm. we only have 30 minutes to unpack all the things you're doing. So regarding um, your areas of expertise, whether it's technology, product management, personal development, or career advancement, is there anything that you want to add to the conversation that would add value to the listeners as well as the viewers regarding what you're doing? Marketing, I would say that's uh, that's something that I'm doing, and I also think uh, um, technology and product management is like a different mental model. Uh, it is more like building things, but marketing is a totally different mental model. So marketing. And marketing can be hard and challenging because there is marketing where you could cross pollinate 
via um, earned marketing. So going on different podcasts that you pitch, there is print and media where someone markets you in their magazine, their blog, and et cetera. And then there's paid marketing where you're paying for ads, like whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or some other social media platform. What marketing um, do you think is best for someone who is just starting out? Just starting out for what purpose? Career advancement or personal development? I would say a little bit of both because you can market yourself if you want to have career advancement by making sure people know who you are to build that Mm. credibility. But then you could also market your business too. And I think that with marketing, it could be applied both personally and professionally, in my opinion. Mm. I just share what I've done. Uh, I... I mainly focus on content marketing because uh, you can either do it by write, uh, um, writing articles, writing book, uh, creating videos or audio like us. Uh, because I think uh, the marketing principle is uh, authenticity. Uh, you can escape competition with authenticity. So that content marketing, I think, is the best thing to do when you are just starting out amazing and thank you for sharing that and um i i will also add whenever you're doing content marketing make sure that you're authentic and you show up as yourself because if people see you one way online but they don't see you that way in person then it begins to make them question who you are and then they may not necessarily want to work with you because they don't feel like they have that no like and trust factor so always be transparent realize that you may not always have perfection but i would rather to rather see you progress over perfection because you could always fine-tune things later on down the line and now we're going to jump into the CTA part of the segment, which is our call to action. So, Arrow, mm. what is your call to action for the audience today? Do you have a challenge for them? Do you want them to go check out your podcast or whatever whatever you um, have that's going mm. on right now? Mm, if there's only one, uh, go subscribe to my uh private newsletter, Chain Executive Officer, because that's where I compact all of my thoughts, uh, including the uh, updates about um, whatever content that I'm trying to uh, let people know. Okay. And what's your website, Arrow, and where do you primarily hang out on social media? Mm, my website is uh, arrowwong.com uh, and my, uh, I'm, I'm more actively on LinkedIn uh, than other social media because um, I don't know, I just like the feeling of it. Uh, the, uh, the content my network I share on LinkedIn just captures my attention more. Amazing. And I will have those links in the show notes, Arrow. So I have your website, arrowwong.com. And for y'all listening, that's A as in Alpha, E as in Edward, R as in Richard, O as in Open, Wong, W as in Water, O as in Open, and as in Nancy, G as in Gregory.com. And just send me your LinkedIn link so I could have the actual link and put that in. Audience, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. 
and share this with a family member or friend that could benefit from this. We're on 40 plus platforms. So there's a place for everyone to listen. And you could also see this video on our YouTube channel by typing in GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, we are looking for brand sponsors. If that is you and you want to have your products and services heard right here on this podcast where we're ranked out of the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts, send me an email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com to learn more info or head on over to my website, which is down below, which says Genesis Amaris Kemp, my name, dot N-E-T net. So until the next episode, next guest, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one and believe in yourself because we surely do. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.